0: You are listening to the Five Fifteen podcast, led by Pastor John Wayne McMahon with Kingwood United Methodist Church in Kingwood, Texas. Thanks for downloading. Either welcome to a special edition of the Five Fifteen podcast. Um, Jason my here with John Wayne. As usual, how are you doing this afternoon, sir? I'm doing well. Like, Tired but I, good. I imagine. I fear I needed to at least start the same way I start everyone, even it, though normalcy
1: is good at this. Yeah, moment. it, it yeah, is. I yeah, mean,
0: uh, this is definitely a different time. This is uh, Thursday. Uh, evening. Uh, it's been a long, long week and a long day. I'm sure. Uh, yeah. I know you've been very active and busy and overwhelmed in a lot of regards. So, um, but we wanted to to bring uh, an episode of the podcast to to you folks. Uh, hopefully, you'll get this um, when it's right time for you. Yeah. Um, it will. We will have a lot of time sensitive information in here uh, about kind of what's going on uh, tomorrow and this weekend and in the weeks to come. So. Um, let's get started with that. John, why don't you tell us kind of uh, what we need to know right now, where we at?
1: Yeah, thanks, Jason. So um, a lot of, like Jason said, a lot of this will be informational just to make sure um, we're on the same page. And maybe uh, you haven't been able to get all of the communication that we've sent out and, and, or, or piece it all together, because I know it's been a lot. But I want to start with first kind of the state of the church. Um, and I mean the physical building, first of all. I know that the water um, back in the neighborhood behind us got really close mm-hmm. uh, to our parking lot, maybe even into our parking lot, um, but but the church was never flooded. It was without power for a couple of days. Yeah. Um, and when I say couple of days in the next 30 minutes of this podcast i have no idea what day it is right now so it's kind of an estimate (laughs) exactly um, but it was without power for a long time um obviously very close to the flooding that was happening on kingwood drive and so um a lot of folks wondering why we didn't move towards that being us being a shelter and open in that way Mm -hmm. there were several different factors one of them is um the the flooding kind of blocked off the church from the people that needed to get out, and so there were some other things that arose. But just know that the church is safe, that um, it has power as of yesterday, uh, so everything is in good shape over there. Now, kind of a state of the community, the body of Christ of, of KUMC um, rough estimate again, very rough. If I had to, um, and, and this is not just guessing, we have actual lists, but I think the list is up to probably about seven. 70 people that are members of Kingwood United Methodist Church that have been displaced where their houses are flooded, um, either by um, a little bit of water or ranging all the way up to uh, 10 feet, you know, seven, eight, nine feet of water right. in their homes. And so... Um, If if our number is around seventy, then I would suspect there's many more than that because a lot of people that come to KUMC um, may even if they're members or maybe they're non-members and maybe they don't tell us immediately. They're kind of on the margins of of the church Mm -hmm. or have just been visiting for a while. Those kind of people, I suspect the number is even larger than that. And so there's a lot of people obviously affected. And then, of course, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of homes uh, that are in our immediate area that have been flooded out. A lot of people displaced um, from all over the place. Um, So any questions there? Does that kind of get us going with the state of the the church and where we're looking at? I mean,
0: most people that I've been talking to, whether it's family or coworkers, have have said, oh, my gosh, you must be devastated. And it's not the case because Kingwood is very... Uh, yeah, there's different terrains. There's different, you know, people are closer to water than 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 not. Right, so, right. So it's not unusual for some people to get off almost scot free, you know, yeah. and, and kind of feel like, oh no. Uh, and, yeah, because a lot of people assume you're right. A lot of people assume that um, when Kingwood made national
1: news, that everyone yeah. was in it and you're right there's just many different people that were affected all by it. let me cl- let me be very clear everyone that we have on this list is accounted for mm-hmm. and they're in good places they've either gotten out with family or they're staying with friends here in town there were many 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 Uh, church friends and people that we've close to that were rescued by boat on Tuesday and so that um, was a scary several hours but um, but everyone as far as we know is safe and that is a a a thing to celebrate something to be really really excited about yeah yeah so let's shift a little bit to what's been going on what have we been doing since this happened like Tuesday morning because it happened fast right it happened in the middle of the night a lot of us Mm -hmm. woke up uh, Tuesday morning thinking Uh uh-oh, we got to move, right? Was it Tuesday morning? Yes. That sounds right, yeah. Tuesday morning. (laughs) And so um, since then, let me just kind of run through what we've been doing. We'll immediately triage is how do we get everyone safe? And so um, several uh, pastors, several, um, many, many lay people, and all uncoordinated um, in that they immediately found friends, got in boats and started to go and try and help and rescue. And so that was happening across the board. If you were in the Kingwood area, you saw that happening all over the place. And Tuesday morning early, it was all Kingwood people that were doing that, right? It It wasn't till mid morning when we started Start to see this rush of civilian boats, of people from outside of Kingwood driving in to help. Yeah. And so a lot of critical things happened very early on. So a lot of people were involved in that. Immediately that means that we had people calling and trying to find church members and check on them as we hear uh, neighborhoods that are flooded and running through that. And so we had people that were running those lists. Um, then it meant, what do we do with people as we as we help them out? And so there were temporary shelters that were set up. Um, with the decision to not open our church as a shelter, um, we quickly looked to the other churches that were set up well to have these mm-hmm. shelters. And so um, I was. This is where I can speak a lot to because I was I was involved in a lot of this in finding. Um, shelters at kingwood christian church first we helped set that up monday even before the flooding completely happened okay yeah um and then kingwood um bible church well that's not even true it was kingwood christian then i think creekwood middle school Mm -hmm. was the next shelter open and then kingwood bible open a saint martha's school on woodland hills and first baptist kingwood all of those became temporary shelters at some point um, and so we were moving around trying to help those. Yeah. We were bringing supplies all over this place. One of the cool stories from that is um, very quickly on Monday afternoon as the flooding began and people were having to flee their homes in, in, in smaller doses than what happened Tuesday, we put out ass on social media and in two hours we stocked Kingwood Christian with everything they needed for the first night. Oh, wow. that's um, and that's simply from KUMC um, social media push communication and working with Kingwood Christian and so that's been a great partnership. Great. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been an amazing thing. And so since then we've just been coordinating with these shelters. How do we provide meals? How do we figure out what mm-hmm. they need? Another cool thing that we've done is families in from our church have stepped up to say, um, we want to open our homes. We've got extra bedrooms, we have power, we have we have room, and so can we take people in. And yeah. so we've been canvassing shelters begging people to leave <laughs> the shelter and uh-huh. go home with some of our folks. Um, and so that's happened in some really cool ways and I'll, I'll tell one of the stories probably from that in just a little bit um, then the next thing that we start to and, and Jason stop me if I'm if I'm missing anything sure um, but the next thing that we jump to then of course is how do we um, once everyone is safe and, and we start to account for them then what's the the secondary response and the secondary response is how do we save homes how do we get in and um, help um, help with gutting houses and saving what we can and um, helping church members and community members in Kingwood know the right way to go about this and file claims with FEMA, right. file claims that they need to, um, all of those things. And, and so we've been able to, to to bring teams together. There's been impromptu um, lay church member house meetings mm-hmm. to give instructions on what to do. It was, there was one that oh, wow, was last okay. night and another one that I know mm-hmm. of, to help people that are experiencing just a shocking turn in their lives to figure out what to do now, and so that was not pastoral led; that yeah. was lay person driven, and an incredible thing. So, um, the first uh, what we're what we're um, trying to set up right now is how do we get in homes. A lot of uh, church members have called friends and family, and they've begun that process. Mm-hmm. There are some people that aren't as fortunate to be able to do that, and so we sent out a couple of teams as early as today um, to get into some homes and help uh, with this process of moving furniture and pulling out carpet and drywall and all of that stuff. Um, and then tomorrow morning, Friday morning, which probably will be when a lot of y'all hear this podcast uh, yeah. at some point Friday... Um, Uh, We're going to send out a UM Army mass group. I mean, and when I say UM Army, I mean uh, not just those of you that participate in UM Army, but we're using UM Army style to send people out into sites all over Kingwood and so um, if you do hear this in time we're meeting at 830 in the gym um, and we're gonna launch from there we'll give you a list of things that you can bring for that Um, but if you don't hear this in time there'll be plenty of opportunities Saturday Sunday and the coming days and so um, look for those opportunities to help Um, we got a lot of uh, a lot of people that can't do this themselves Mm -hmm. by themselves and don't have the help to do it and so we want to try and help in those ways
0: so if so you're Go going out 8:30 uh, tomorrow Friday morning Friday morning if somebody hears this at nine or 10 is it too late to get uh, on board or, or what what should they do to you, um, reach out? if here's
1: here's what I think you should do there's social media posts. Um, that uh, you can send a message directly to the Kingwood United Methodist Church page. Okay, on Facebook. Right? Let us know you're interested. Okay. Or if you have contact information for Clint Wiley or myself, get in touch with us. Okay, cool. But the easiest thing is to email or send a message through Facebook or something like that, and, um, and then we'll find out. And, of course, keep an eye on social media because we're going to uh, announce the next waves of, of these jobs right. every time. So okay. um, we want people to stay in touch there. The next thing, and this is kind of a cool story to share, is we start to think about very long term. Um, this is not going away in just a couple of weeks, no. right? And so um, we've got we want to think safety, then immediate needs, then short-term, and now we wanna think long-term as well. And so um, we've been working with the conference structures, the Texas Annual Conference, with district superintendents, meaning, y'all, if you're, if you're not a lifelong Methodist, this is what is so cool about the Methodist Church, that we are just not one church, Kingwood United Methodist Church. We are the greater United Methodist Church. And so your pastors have been meeting with conference structures. We're sharing supplies. We're sharing relief. Mm -hmm. We're uh, learning best practices. We're um, coordinating for the whole city of Houston um, and down to Galveston. We're coordinating for for relief to happen in the Beaumont area and and Port Arthur area and Mm -hmm. all of that. We're working together to find the best place. One of the cool things happened to me uh, by, I, I keep saying by coincidence, but it's really by that's God, right, exactly. um, that, um, I have contacts, um, coming one contact in Kentucky from a church I served there that called me and said, we want to send you an 18 wheeler full of stuff. We're doing a drive. Will you be our contact person and receive it? And, um, I've tried to say yes to everything this week. And so I said yes, and then I hung up and I Whoops. go, What does that mean? What does like, that what mean? am I going to do with an 18 wheeler stuff? That's going to go in your house. You yeah, yeah. Just, where are you going to store that? Yeah, <laughs> so you all need to come next week and put it in my garage there somehow. You um, so that's coming from Kentucky. Then I get another call from someone who's in the Army Reserves in Arkansas, um, and his company wants to put on a drive in Jonesboro, Arkansas, mm-hmm. and load another 18-wheeler. And somehow he knows somebody that I know, and that person told him I'm the best person to call, which, I, again, I don't know about that. <laughs> and he calls me, and he asks me if I'll be the contact. And I said, you wow. know what? I'll be the contact until we find the right place for yeah. that to go. So there's two 18-wheelers coming from Kentucky and Arkansas sometime in the next uh, 10 days Mm -hmm. that are coming towards Texas. And so what we've been doing is trying to find the right place in the conference so those relief needs go to the exact right place yeah. so that we're helping folks at NRG Stadium and George R. Brown if we're helping churches that are throughout the conference which will really be our focus um, and making sure that those are in the right place so that in six months when we're still helping people in this community we can go and gather stuff from those trucks or whatever we need those mm-hmm. depots and bring those kind of supplies in and so um, really excited about what that looks like. The last long-term thing that um, that we've been kind of working on is my cousin is in the military and he's been deployed here um, as a connection to a group called Team Rubicon. Uh-huh. And so they are a, um, a non, non-government agency that does disaster relief. They go to all of these disasters. And so today we met with leaders from this group who they're about to send um, hundreds of, or if not thousands of, of, of volunteer ex Uh, military veterans that are going to come in and work all around uh the south south region of texas and they're looking at our community and possibly even staging out of out of here because of some connection through my cousin and so um hopefully that is something that will help not not just kingwood united methodist church but all of kingwood and all of the surrounding areas and so excited about those partnerships and and we're just trying to we're trying to explore all avenues and see see where we can go with this and know that God is um God's in control of this and and he's gonna continue to provide for us each step of the way so that's kind of a rundown of what we've been doing and and what's going on uh right now yeah
0: that's great it's great how those Things just seem to happen, you know. And of course, we know that there's there's a moving force behind all that. Yeah. That that uh, God provides, and just seeing that actually happen yeah. is something that's just like yeah, that's proof of you know of faith, right? Seriously, there. Seriously, seriously, it's awesome. Um,
1: and and it's been, and I and I'm not doing this out of obligation. It's been um such a thrill to serve with the staff that's at Kingwood United Methodist Church to serve alongside these pastors that have been called to be here, Um, these uh, lay staff people, the Mm -hmm. hired staff, everyone that um, to the best of their abilities, even with damage at home um, are, are trying to jump all in and lead through some of the most stressful circumstances imaginable. And so um, it's been really cool to see the way uh, that the church has responded. And then it is an absolute honor to serve Um, you guys because y'all have showed up in just the most amazing ways if I called you and I asked you to go to the store and buy Gold Bond you went to the (laughs) store and bought Gold Bond okay like if I called you and asked you to come pick up someone from a shelter put them in your home y'all were doing it and you were doing it in such masses I couldn't even keep up with the response yeah. and so just incredible incredible the last thing I'd say and I hope that you benefited from it was the communication that came out um, throughout the storm that uh, I think the church leveraged social media mm-hmm. and, and leveraged some of the avenues that we have in some beautiful ways to um, and y'all won't know this uh, but Like I, I'm thinking ninety eight percent of what we put out there was check, double check, triple check from credible sources. In the police department, uh-huh. um, from councilman's office, from uh, city council, from all around the places, from school districts to everything, just checked and checked and checked um, by our commu- by our communications department. Yeah. So, um, what an incredible thing! And and uh, you never want something like this to happen, but when it when something like this happens, the church has the
0: opportunity to step up, and they really did this week. It's it really cool. feels like you. You guys, the whole team has been trained to do this specific function. And I don't know if you take a class in how to run a hurricane in seminary. No, but, they do uh, not prepare you for this. I'm <laughs> so impressed with everybody just knowing, you know, this is my role and I'm, I'm what to do. I mean, I, I did run into you and Chris the other night. And I was like, these guys have this under control. So, yeah. I mean, it was impressive. So, good yeah. job to everybody involved.
1: You know, I appreciate that. And, and glory to God, uh, Holy Spirit, open up doors. And there were times where, um, and I'm sure you can all relate to this, there were times where we were doing things and we felt like, is this helping? Yeah. Then there were times that we were doing things that were so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um and then there were times that we were just trying things because we thought, "What else am I going to do right now?" Yeah. And so, um, Holy Spirit, man, and God, God brought us through this, and I hope God, um, I hope you have been reminded and are continually encouraged that um, no matter how dark this week has been for you, that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. There's a church that loves you and wants to be uh, walk alongside you through this, and so. Um, just thinking of you guys and, and know that we have been praying so hard for y'all um, It we haven't had I haven't had to turn on the news all week uh-huh. because I've been covering social media and hearing your messages yeah. and watching what you're going through and seeing you post cries from your second story um, on Facebook and wherever you can get it so you can get a boat rescue for your family like I've seen all that yeah. and um, just I'm so thankful and I'm, I'm so grateful for God's uh, provision this week. And so I know that's a
0: weird thing to say when we just got knocked inside the head like Mm -hmm. that, but I believe it. I've been watching just way, way too much, you know, local coverage. Yeah. But it's actually um, been really one of the highlights of of this experience. I've heard that. There have been so many stories, and you can just turn on the TV at any time, and there's a reporter on a boat, and they're doing actual boat rescues. Yeah. on the air mm-hmm. and it's so compelling to watch and then through those you mm-hmm. get certain little just gems of like particular people that are like characters that pop up and they're a, yeah. a, a bright light kind of in all the gray darkness and the rain and everything yeah. like that. so yeah. that's been amazing and I know that there's countless stories like that right here in kingland that haven't maybe here. air right and maybe you know some of you have already uh, experienced those or been been there firsthand so yeah you know cherish those and share those with people because that really helps uh, a lot of the uh, kind of the recovery processes kind of some of our emotional recovery that's exactly right and we need those stories that's exactly right share them right
1: yeah speaking of stories let me let me share some with us let's cl- let's yes, cool. let's kind of wrap this time up I'm um, sharing some stories. If you have any, throw them in there. Sure. But I was thinking through them on the way over. and um, So a, here's a couple just to start with. Um, having the opportunity to place people out of shelters and get them into homes. And one of the reasons why we really wanted to do this is because there was the pressure from these shelters in Kingwood to move everyone to NRG and George R. Brown to, and if you are familiar with what happened in Katrina and other things, going into a place where there's that many people is not, there's really no benefit to it Um, unless there's extreme medical needs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of crime and a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. It's harder for families to get to their loved ones when they get down there. And um, it's just really hard on folks. So we're trying to place people in homes to stay here And um, like here, let me just tell you about a family of four that um, we found a couple that could take this family of four in. We were about to give up because everyone we were asking uh, were turning us down because I think they thought if I could stick out one night, then that'll be it. And so, anyways, we found that we were about to give up, and and my wife looked and said, "What about that that family?" And I was like, "I don't know. They have a dog. It's it's hard to find." Um, the right fit when animals and stuff yeah, like that are in sure. place and so um, I'm like no no, let's do it and so we went over and walked over to them and they had just moved here in like February mm. um, just a, a, a I think a single mom uh-huh. uh, with four kids and then the, the family that they spent uh, the night with it was the best match I went over the next morning and, and they were laughing and hanging out with oh, each well, other awesome. and, and drinking coffee uh-huh. and, and like they were family and so Um, And then I got to pray with them and and just pray assurance and confidence that they're loved and God's going to be with them as they go to a loved one outside of Kingwood and then prepare for Mm -hmm. what the long road is and coming back. That was a cool story. Um, After we had asked all of our church people to leave the um, shelters because we didn't think we could place anymore, we found a single mom with a special needs daughter. And Lauren and I were thinking, how how can we place this how can we ask a family to bring this in unless we've got um someone with that experience or something Mm -hmm, like that and so right there someone from another church who was willing to do that came up and they made that match and and for a a mom with a daughter um, with special needs to go through what they'd just gone through getting out of that shelter was so important and so i was so thankful for that um was a, here's a funny story. We, uh, I was out with a, a, church member. We went and we helped these people get out of their homes as flooding waters was coming towards their house, carrying their dogs, put them in a truck or taking them to a shelter mm-hmm. or taking them to a friend's house somewhere else. And so it was like the first family we rescued that morning. And so, um, it, you know, we just felt like, okay, maybe this is what our day is going to look like and didn't think much of it. Got to know them, uh-huh. you know, uh, hugged them and, and wished them the best and then uh, the church member that I was with got a message from a friend in Tennessee because he's from Tennessee and that friend was like, you just rescued my daughter's like
0: best friend. What? <laughs> yeah.
1: And like knew who they were and everything. Oh like my gosh. they remember Kurt's name. I just yeah. they yeah. remembered the church member's name yeah. and um, was able to share that with them and then they, they sent us that. That was really, that really is cool. So awesome.
0: Um,
1: another another cool thing, and this isn't really a story, has just been the cooperation with the churches, the denomination, different denominations, yeah. um, different uh different faith. Um, perspectives working together like nothing divides us mm-hmm. at all um, it's something that I feel just in my bones is the way it should be and it doesn't always happen through um, natural avenues it happens through the supernatural opportunities to work together and so this was a chance for us to come together and yeah. that happened and so um, lay people it wasn't even again not pastoral driven it's yeah. lay people helping lay people <laughs> awesome. at different churches
0: and so um, that's been really cool yeah I know my my wife uh, had, she was hearing a story with me um, yesterday uh, uh, her sister and my niece and my daughter uh, they were just like a lot of people who are stuck at home there's no school or anything going right on. they're like we want to do something we need to do something yeah and Side note, I saw some image on social media, this huge line outside of, like, the George R. Brown Convention Center. Yeah. It wasn't refugees. It was people lining up, wanting to go help. To oh, attend. wow. It was yeah. amazing. It That's was, awesome. It was great. So they were kind of wanted to be a part of this as well, um, just to help. And um, someone, I think maybe it was my sister-in-law, said, I uh, had heard that, you know, these law enforcement officers who are standing out there, you know, blocking off traffic, you know, keeping the the bad element out and, the, you know, the right element letting them come through have been standing out there for hours and days, you know, and they're in uniform and they're, they're wearing the same t-shirts, yeah, know, undershirts t-shirts under their uniforms and their, mm-hmm. whatever else they're, the gear they're wearing, right. they're wearing the same socks that they've been wearing since yeah. they got there on yeah. duty. So, um, they Especially went, if they're local, right? Because yeah, they may really. have lost their homes exactly. or something. Exactly. Yeah. So where are they going to get? Yeah. Uh, they can't. Uh, they're sleeping on cots, you know, at the station or whatever, at best case- so they went and got some T-shirts and some socks and some gold bond powder. That's which like literally gold. I think. Yeah. This day. It is. It's, it's the new currency right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, they um, were approaching these officers who were kind of. There was a boat ramp going on. So, um, and they were immediately challenged. Like, stop! What are you doing here? Watch out! Get! It. You're not supposed to be here. And my wife's like, Oh, it's okay. You know, we just we have some T-shirts and socks. And another officer overheard that. And said, Wait a minute, what did you say? And like came over there and said, Okay, let's, I'll help you. Let's go back to your car and get them and, and we'll, we'll take them because there's this is table where, believe me, we can use this. Yeah. And, and and the officer kind of said before they got back to the table with all the, he goes, Hey, is, is it okay if I get a couple pairs of those socks and shirts for me and my partner? Because, you know, I haven't changed socks in three days or clothes in three days. Oh my gosh. So he kinda got, you know, a little bit off the top. <laughs> yeah. But he was just like, This is a godsend, you know, this is what people um love this that. is worth more than, you know, anything else to right now. So I love that. Those stories are just a dime a dozen and they're every one of them's awesome. Yeah, I love
1: that. We heard um another story of a church member who showed up to Saint Martha's which had a lot of um elderly coming from some of the homes that were flooded. Oh, yeah. And had to evacuate. Yeah, yeah. And so that's traumatic, right? I oh, mean, that's yeah. really hard for those people to go through. And so this church member said that um, one one lady comes running, walking up and says, um, can you help me find room 308? She's looking for her apartment oh, at right. the home, uh, you know, and oh, she's yeah. lost, doesn't know what's going on. And so um, this church member uh Begins to, to minister to her and, and find out more about her. And finally, they're able to track down a daughter who had no idea where her mom was. Yeah. No clue. Had no idea that they had left the home. Had no idea that she had been relocated to uh-huh. a shelter. And so was able to find her elderly mom because of this. Just really cool stories. Um, and let me tell you one more. This one's funny. Cause right. it, and this one's personal to me. Uh, Creekwood Middle was crazy chaos on Tuesday uh, as a shelter, and um, my wife's that clinic is right across mm-hmm. the street at Kings Crossing uh, Animal uh, Hospital. Uh, shout out if you, That's a a clinic, plug. Yeah, if you need a clinic. you clinic. What is that? You're welcome, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, when they were finished at the clinic, um, they there was the need to go over there to help with a couple of animal situations. Uh, at the shelter. And when they got over there, the need was so overwhelming that they started hauling all of their kennels. um, I'm talking like unscrewing kennels from each other. Big metal ones loading up truckloads driving across the street. And Uh they set up like a triage unit to help with all of these animals. Started treating sick animals and things like that. Um, And just, it was just amazing to see that. And I'm not saying that just because of my wife and that whole group from the clinic um, doing whatever they could to um to serve and to minister to those that were were in need at that moment, and that was just a really cool thing. Um, you don't know, and it means to me you don't you don't know what uh, whatever you're doing, um, whether it's bringing socks or mm-hmm. t-shirts or um or dog food or whatever it is, uh, what that's going to mean to somebody who has just been through
0: a lot. And so yeah. it was really cool to see that. I will say, um, I want to tie this in. Briefly to yes. uh, the, the sermon series that you guys were previously uh, in the middle of, which is you know uh, at the the door, uh, open the door. I've forgotten already. It's been so long since <laughs> <laughs> at the door. Thank you. Um, at the, like a lot's happened this. I weekend, know. I'm so. Sorry, I, I too had forget which day it is every single day of the week. Um, last night, after a full day of you know volunteering and, and just kind of watching the news and all the stories and going on. Um, we said, you know what, uh, there was a guy working on our neighbor's roof, and he had some water coming in on his, on his chimney, and I did too. So I went over there to just check on him, and um, we began talking. Now, I have to confess something here. I've lived here for 18, 19 years, and other than saying hi in the driveway on, as we're we passing, uh, we don't usually hang out or, or even you know, know each other that well. It's sad. But, um, I went over and he invited me in and, you know, we just started talking. And, That's awesome. And, um, I was asking him about his damage. He's had a lot more, his ceiling actually collapsed in a oh my gosh. Bit. and um, the guy, the worker would come in and he goes, do you have any water damage? I'm like, well, yeah, in fact I do, but I wasn't going to trouble, you know, he yeah. said, well, I'll come take a look. And he did. And we went and looked and, and after all that was said and done, I mean, I took care of it yesterday. We've got it knocked out. Wow. Um, we're like we should invite them over for dinner yeah so we went back to my neighbors again 19 years lived next to them and invited them over for dinner for the first time in 19 years and they came over they came over. we had an amazing dinner last night and it was so much fun and it's like this it's a shame that this is the kind of thing that it took for us to do that but it's so awesome that we finally did you know yeah and so i
1: love it i love it at the door welcome to our front porch that's right <laughs> baby that's right there you go you can still invite your neighbor of 19 years over for dinner it's never too late, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, just do it. Do it. Just do it. I love it. <laughs> great, great, great. Um, okay, so let me let me give us some ways to respond. Okay, everybody wants to bring us stuff, and it's not it's not the right time for us to take clothes and and all kinds of things, especially as shelters are shifting. Yeah, I was going
0: about to ask. Let me back up just a little bit. Oh yeah, what's the shelter situation? Do you okay,
1: shelter si- situation. Kingwood Christian still has. 20 30 people maybe not many okay and it's a good thing roads have opened up family members have gotten to their people awesome uh kingwood bible is no longer shelter uh uh, kingwood first baptist is no longer a shelter saint marthas is no longer a shelter so kingwood christian and first baptist porter so if anyone needs shelter um i would send them to first baptist porter They're in good shape, have plenty of room, well-run shelter. What about supplies? Um, Supplies, no one needs anything. Okay. Really, no one needs anything. All of these shelters have sent, both both of these shelters have sent an 18-wheeler full of supplies to other places already. Wow. That's how much stuff has shown up. It's a great thing. Yeah. We just got to find the right place for it. So um, clothes, diapers, toiletries, uh, um, uh, bedding. Mm -hmm all of that stuff, we don't have a, we, this may change in two days, but right now we don't have that need. As of Thursday evening, that's right. Yeah. Don't, don't clean out your closet and take it to a shelter right now. We're not ready for that kind of stuff. There will be a time for that Mm -hmm. long-term, but Mm -hmm. it's not right now. Here's what we have to do in the short term. We have to muck these houses, M-U-C-K. We have to clear them out. That's the term I'm told. And so we've got to, um, get rid of, uh, drywall and carpet and, um, and try to save the homes and not let mold build in those mm-hmm. homes. And so we're sitting out teams. Even if you can't work, maybe you'd be willing to donate some of these things. And so please come by the church and drop these off. Um, gloves, like working gloves, not like plastic latex gloves. Okay. Working gloves, a dust mask, hammers, a hand sanitizer, closed – no, not closed-toe shoes, box cutters, if you have these chalk lines, bring them, pry bars, tape measures, a skill saw, mm-hmm. like we will borrow your skill saw and return it um, the, to the best that we can. Right. Um, a, a shovel, a push broom, and please shop backs if you have a shop back. Okay. Um, so let me let me run through those again. Gloves, dust mask, hammer, hand sanitizer, box cutters, chalk lines, pry bars, tape measures, skill saws, shovels, push brooms, shop backs. Those are on social media on the list, on Instagram and, K- and K- KUMC's Facebook page. And so you can check those out. Awesome. Even if you can't, if you can work, bring this stuff with you. If you can't work it, label it and let us borrow that. Mm-hmm. And then to the best of our ability, we'll return those things. Um, the last thing I want to tell you about is through constant contact, um, and through some other ways and through the website, um, if you'll search for Harvey uh, on, on our website, you will see a, a sign up to if you need help in your home doing this work, sign up on, a, on this form that we've put okay. in different places, mainly the website. Um, If you can't find it, please contact the church office and we'll put you there. This does not guarantee you get help in your house Mm -hmm. and it doesn't guarantee it in the 24, 48 hours, but there's still room. And so as we're getting teams together, maybe you need help and don't have that. um, And so please fill out a form or maybe you have a neighbor that really needs help or something like that. Help them do that and please fill out that form. Um, Did I get everything before I close this out? I think so. Okay, the last thing I want to say, friends, is that um, it's hard to drive around today and see everything. Yeah. Because now we can, right? We can almost get everywhere. Um, and so it was. It felt like a bomb went off when I drove down Kingwood Drive this morning mm-hmm. because abandoned cars and just it was just wild. Um, I want you to hang in there. Like, know that we're praying for you, and this is going to take some time, okay? This is going to take a while to come back from this but this is one of the most beautiful communities I've ever been a part of both in the church and and outside of mm-hmm. our own church. And so um hang in there and also I want you to know that we can't fix everything immediately, right? And and I know some of you have been stir crazy at home being rained in like yeah. being, you know, flooded in or not being able to get out, not being able to serve, or get to the shelters. And this is going to go on for a long time. And not everyone can serve all at the same time in the same way. But everyone can serve. And you will find those ways to, to show up. And so if you felt like you haven't been able to do anything yet, um, just hang, it, hang on, yeah. okay? Because it's coming. And you'll be able to support um, in some incredible ways. If it's not gutting homes, maybe it's cooking meals. If it's not um, watching kids in the nursery or... Um, or helping to provide, uh, donations, then maybe your calling is, is through ministering to people and being around folks. And so I just want you to, to keep that in mind and, and hang in there and, um, know that we love you. We're praying for you. Keep us posted, keep talking to us about, uh, your needs and how we can help.
0: So the best way definitely to keep tabs of all of this is the website, kingumc.org. Yeah. Through the website, social media, even that's even faster the response. Yeah, Social gotta, media is even faster so I think. Facebook right and Instagram now. and Twitter for sure. Yeah. If you if you try maybe just be honest,
1: if you try calling and um, texting us directly like some of the pastors and staff yeah, that's gonna be hard. it's just it's just taking us time to get back to everyone our phone is going crazy. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, those are the ways that we can that we can operate through that and some of our our staff can help us operate through that communication. If you go through social media, you go through the website um, so some of those different things and now our church office is back open so you can That's call great too yeah. you can call the church and, and, and catch up there if you have any questions okay. is there
0: anything up there like if someone wanted to just swing by the office is that uh, helpful advisable or is there is is, uh, is there something there for them if, if they, they need to get if there? they
1: need something or if, or
0: like if uh, they want to help or they want to
1: oh yeah you know what i mean swing by if you're in the neighborhood okay. come swing by and leave your information Uh, with kelly or somebody at the front desk and and uh, we'll get there again the best modes are through our forms and through the communication avenues that we have but um just keep showing up friends we're going to find some ways to to get people plugged in
0: and we're going to get this posted uh asap tonight so hopefully you're hearing this on friday yeah Uh, do we have church on sunday oh yes um First
1: off, please share this. I really want you to always share this podcast, but get this out there. Especially this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah share this one out, um, and get it out. I just want folks to be encouraged and know that God's doing incredible things, and so get this out there. Um, we're going regular services Sunday, mm-hmm. and so it's very important that we gather together as the body um, and worship the Lord. And, and so we're we're doing that Sunday, and so all normal services across the board. And so we hope to see you there. And yeah, if you have people in your house that are staying with you, bring them. (laughs) Bring them. Yeah, no, bring them. I hope that they can experience some community and just be encouraged. And that's what we intend to do as we celebrate God and and the many ways He's blessed us. Yeah. All right, John. Thanks. All right, guys. Love you guys. We're praying for y'all. You know what, Jason? I'm going to close us in prayer. Can we do do that? Yes, please. Heavenly Father, I just pray over um, all of those that are listening right now and for those uh, throughout our community and through our church. God, we give you thanks, as weird as that sounds, um, in, a, in a tragedy like this, devastation that is, is in many of our, our lives right now, but we know that you are our rock, uh, that you're our refuge and you're our shelter. And, and Lord, um, we've lost a lot of stuff, uh, but we haven't lost you and we never will. And so God, I just pray that truth um, over all of our, our folks and over all the people of, of Kingwood and the surrounding communities, Um, God, would you just send down a peace on on anyone hearing this right now? Um, Comfort them and encourage them uh, so that they may continue to serve and love in beautiful ways. We love you, we trust you. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Talk to y'all later.